You got it wrong, mister. We didn't do nothing. Yes, you did. Some of our friends saw you on the North Road that night. Now, please, mister, it wasn't really a bomb. It was just supposed to smoke everybody out. My little brother was 15 years old. Now, you think about that on your way to hell. Welcome back to another episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Yo, what's up, man? How are you guys all doing up there? Uh, it's getting warmer up here. It's, uh, it's really shitty outside with all the snow melting. And But uh, I, I, I see hope. I see hope. I can see, I can see cement on the ground. I can see the roads. All right, getting close. (laughs) I've asked you this before. When it snows, is it like it's feet and it's out of control to where they have to shut the schools down, or is it just snow and life goes on? Uh, When it comes to the schools up here, it has to be really bad, and really bad is if it if it like snows and rains because that does happen sometimes. Because uh, it'll make the roads too dangerous for the buses. But as far as like amount of snow, um, in the past couple of years there hasn't been a big dump like there usually has. I, I guess it's because of due to you know the climate changes all over the world and stuff. Because our, our summers have been getting hotter and hotter. But um, we had a good dump. Uh, I think last month, which was kind of weird because. Uh, we usually get done with all of the the big snow in like early February, but we had one good one at, at end of March. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's been getting warmer, so we haven't had that much snow. But uh, I'm glad we're we're done with winter, especially the the Januarys and the, the Februarys, because that's when it's uh, below zero. I, I I don't do all that. Hmm. Yeah, well, it was, when was it? Um, last time I went to work was Tuesday. Uh, it snowed when I was coming home, and it's always rare. It, it, the, the weather is wacky here uh, in the uh, part of California where I'm at, but um, it still drops into the 30s at night, but it was like pushing 70 today because uh, I was outside in the yard, and I was like, man, it's getting hot. But when I go in the house, it's cold. Like right now, I'm cold. That's just the old man that I am, everyone. <laughs> but um, before we dive into the film, really quick, I'm just going to do this really fast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of The Wrestling Returns. Brian, WWE releases 10 wrestlers. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm on, uh, I think this is Sports Illustrated, uh, including Samoa Joe. The beautiful Billy Kay and the all right uh, Mickey James. Um, where's the list of the rest of them? Unless you know it right offhand. I'm um, trying to pull it up. Yes. Oh my. Okay. Here we are. Here are the ten. Uh, WWE released ten wrestlers from their contracts 
The company announced on Thursday, Samoa Joe, Billy, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Tucker, uh, Kalisto, uh, Bo Dallas. Uh, I guess they don't, they don't believe anymore. Uh, Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> I saw that coming. I mean, I love Mojo, but yeah, I saw that. Uh, Wesley Blake, uh, were all, they were all let go. Um, WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis informed those who were let go that budget cuts were responsible for their releases. Hmm. I don't know, man, the way they were spending money, uh, this whole time, but I I guess you do what you got to do. I figured Joe was, um, out the door since he was just doing uh commentary the whole time. Um, Billy Kay, they were pushing her for a minute. She was doing the. Trying to find another partner. And, I mean, I liked what she was doing. It was goofy and everything. And Mickey James was just. Yeah, well, that, 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 that's her character, though. Yeah, Mickey James was just here and there. Bo Dallas, I hadn't seen him in a while. Um, Tucker and Kalisto. Yeah, same same thing. I haven't seen them. I mean, the only one who's really been up front has been Billy Kay. Everyone else is just off and on. It sucks, and uh, I understand. I mean, I figured Vince would have got a billion dollars for doing the Peacock thing. I mean, how much more money do you want? Um, But I don't know. What do you think? Uh, It sucks with Samoa Joe because I felt like he never got a proper run at the title. Nope. I mean, he got, you know, NXT, I think, twice. And a U.S. championship, and I, I always felt like he deserved a good run, but it is what it is. I mean, he he was hurt a lot, and that's why I think they was using him on commentary a lot. Um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, uh, that one surprised me. Um, I didn't understand that if you split them up to do not really anything with them and then release, release them was kind of strange, but... I think we'll see a reunion of the Iconics somewhere. Uh, What's uh, Tucker and Mojo Raleigh and Bo Dallas. I kind of saw that one coming. They had nothing for them to do. Uh, Chelsea Green, I felt like she didn't really get a good push. But she'll be all right. Her her husband will hook her up with a job, probably at AEW, or her fiancé, uh, What's his name? Zack Ryder. What does he go yeah. by now? Uh, his real name, um, Matt Cordona. Yeah, he'll so, hook her up. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. Um, uh, I liked the Iconics. Yeah, they, they had the tag team belts at, at one point, so they at least got a belt to in their career. Yeah, who, who did they beat at WrestleMania? I don't even remember. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, somebody that claims to be a boss. Ah, that was fake. <laughs> That's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the script. <laughs> They're just throwing them a bone. She's about to go off. No, that was after uh, Mandalorian. So. <laughs> oh, man. Um, But, yeah, I it's it's crazy. Um. Um, well, there's there's a lot of a lot of great companies out there that are, that'll definitely snatch up most, if not all, of these 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 talents right here. 
yeah, I mean, if Samoa Joe's not done, uh, I see AEW run or maybe just a, a small run. But um, Billy Kay, was she that good in the ring? No. Yeah, Peyton Royce, she had potential. Not to say that Billy Kay was holding her back, but uh, I, I don't know. Kalisto, I could see him still doing something. I mean, yeah. Peyton, Peyton Rice is also married to an AEW wrestler. Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Sean Spears used to be. Uh, the fuck was his name in WWE? The Perfect Ten, that guy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I see some of them going over there. Um, if Bo Dallas goes there, cool. Mojo Raleigh, cool. Um, I think Mickey James is. I mean, they brought her back a few years ago, so I, I figure she's like, man, I'm done. <laughs> I don't need this. But if she does, I don't know. Or maybe a lot of these guys do do the uh, the indie circuit again, which is mm-hmm. fine. I mean, they could still perform, put some money in their pocket. But I don't know. It was just kind of a shocker. So, um. The Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, and Samoa Joe are the ones that were all like, what, really? Um, I knew Joe was hurt. I just figured they'd keep him. And he did a good job uh, commentating, so I didn't I didn't see a problem with him. Better yeah, than, it was weird. He just did WrestleMania. Yeah, better than dumbass. What's his name? Corey, what's his name? I hate that guy. Corey Graves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a hater because he's, uh, he's banging um, Carmella, but. I, th- I thought you didn't like him because he's always talking shit about Sasha Banks. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But all right, everyone, that's it. Uh, it was just really quick. <laughs> Since uh, I don't know if I'm going to be on the regular show. i to bring it to you guys right here. But all right, everyone, we're going to jump back in the Wayback Machine. And we're going to go back to the good old 80s. Uh, 1980, to be exact, for the Western action adventure film walter hill film hour and 40 minutes um really fast film i mean it it gets going does it drag anywhere maybe one or two spots but it's pretty much uh walter hill style and this is walter hill's the long riders they were nine men They were four families of brothers. They rode together from Missouri to Minnesota and from Texas to Tennessee. They were the most famous outlaw heroes of the West. They were known as the Long Riders. This is their story, and it's as close to the truth as legends can ever be. You don't give us no trouble, mister. I want your sons, Mr. Samuel. What do you want them for? For robbing banks and trains, ma'am. What do you think your chances are of bringing them in? It's an amazingly stupid question. Wait for them to come out. People say they got one of the youngers. People say they got the wrong younger. You men did an excellent job of making heroes out of every one of those gentlemen. I think I'll write me a book. Make myself even more famous than I am. You've been alone. Excuse me, miss. I was wondering if you cared to dance. I'd be delighted. Coming back for you. You're gonna be meeting up real soon. They got a 
real fat bank up there. Scouted it out myself, Northfield. You open that safe, mister, you hear? The Pinkerton told us he might be coming. You're on the bank! David, Keith, and Robert Carradine as Cole, Jim, and Bobby Unger. James and Stacy Keach as Jesse and Frank James. Dennis and Randy Quaid as Clell and Ed Miller. Christopher and Nicholas Guest as the Ford brothers. The Long Riders. During the bank robbery of the legendary James Younger gang, Ed Miller and... Uh, Jesus. Uh, all right, I should have read this before. Impulsively kills a man much uh, to the displeasure of leader Jesse James, who insists that the gang scatter until the heat is off. The group of brothers go their separate ways, with Cole Younger considering settling down with his feisty girlfriend, Belle Starr, but soon the regroup in an ill-fated bank robbery in Northern Field, Minnesota, that results in an epic chase. Okay, just lay the whole movie down for us. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was Google. I don't know who wrote that, but uh, come on, Google. Uh, pre, uh, <laughs> proofread some of this stuff. Uh, IMDb, the origins, exploits, and the ultimate fate of Jesse James' gang is told in a sympathetic, how do you say this word? Wait, fuck. Um, sympathetic portrayal of <laughs> portrayal of the bank robbers made up uh, made up of brothers who begin their legendary bank raids because of revenge. Was it really revenge? But, uh, at one point, one was, but I don't know about robbing banks <laughs> for revenge, but. Uh, I don't know. They did it. They did it for Dixie. But all right, this stars uh, a ton of brothers: David Carradine, Keith Carradine, Robert Carradine. They are the younger brothers: Cole, Jim, and Bob. We got the Keach brothers: James Keach and Stacy Keach. Uh, Stacy Keach is Jesse James, and Stacy Keach is Frank James. We got Dennis Quaid as Ed Miller and Randy Quaid as Clell Miller. Uh, we got a young Kevin Brophy, as I think that's his last name, uh, as John Younger. Some of you guys might remember him from, uh, what was that one movie? Hell Night. Uh, Christopher Guest and Nicholas Guest. They play Charlie and Bob Ford. And uh, we just talked about one of his films, uh, James Remar. He's Sam Starr and Pamela Reed, a very young Pamela Reed as Belle Starr. We even okay, got a, I, I have a question about him, his character. <laughs> we'll get to it. And we also got a very young, um, what's her name? Uh, Lynn Shea? Yeah, Lynn Shea. <laughs> She's pretty young in this one. She played someone named Kate. And then there's a bunch of other people and a lot of, oh, that guy uh, in this, yeah. in this film, film. But Brian, what did you think of The Long Riders? Uh, first time watch. Uh, never heard of this film. 
So I kind of just went into it uh, blind. I didn't read nothing about it, didn't watch trailer or anything. And I really enjoyed this one. I I didn't know they got like all these acting brothers to be in the movie together, which I thought was was super cool. It, it kind of added to the chemistry of everybody acting together. I thought um, David Carradine was bad. He was cold as shit in this movie. He kept calling that one girl a whore. <laughs> yeah. Like every, she was like, why don't you just make me an honest woman? He's like, I can't do that because you're a whore. And you'll always be a whore. I was like, damn. Um, uh, I like the Keeches as Jesse and Frank James. Um, it was kind of weird seeing Randy Quaid in this role. Because I'm so used to him as like Cousin Eddie. And he's like hella wacky now with other stuff. It's not the kind of show to talk about his wackiness. But um, I kind of expected more out of Dennis Quaid. I thought he was going to end up being a being a factor later in the movie. But with all that aside, I thought um, there was there was one or two little spots where it kind of lagged a little bit. But once it picked up with the action and shout out to some of the stunt performers in here, especially when they were like crashing through windows on horses, because we'll we'll get to that scene. Um, Yeah. Oh, kind of gave me that old school classic feel with some of the stunt work, people getting shot, falling off buildings through the roofs and all kinds of stuff. Um, good story. And yeah, great Western. Yeah, I, I love this film. Um, my uncle uh, took my oldest brother and I to go see it. We were in Holbrook, Arizona. Uh, we saw half or the end of this other movie called um, Becoming a Horseman. I, I don't even know who's in that or what it was about. We only caught maybe the last half hour, 45 minutes, maybe. I, I don't even remember anything in it. Uh, but The Long Riders was the second film. And this was back when the popcorn was 50 cents. So it was a long time ago, <laughs> boys and girls. <laughs> And I was surprised, too. I was like, can I get a box of popcorn? Yeah, it's 50 cents. I was like, 50 cents? Because uh, it was in the dollars <laughs> at the theater around the corner from my house. I was like, damn, I should have bought two boxes. But so I didn't know what, what this movie was going to be about. I mean, I just, okay, a cowboy movie. Let's let's watch it. So uh, I was about nine years old when I seen this. And I was like, wow, when, when the movie was over. Um, I remember going home uh, after that summer or, or whenever we were there. I assume it was in the summer. That's the only time we were at my grandma's house. So I told my dad, I said, Dad, you got to see this movie. It's good. It's good. It's about uh, Jesse James and, and and the rest of his gang. And he was like, what? Who who took you guys to see that? And then it was uh, mom's brother. And they're like, oh, okay. So we went to the drive-in and we saw it again. And my dad loves this film. I mean, he loves the old John Wayne shoot him up cowboy movies and all that i tried to watch those maybe it's a different time but i I still can't get into those movies it might sound like blasphemy to some some of you listeners but i don't know that's that's just me i I don't i mean i can okay he's he's a hollywood legend but his movies to me were just like eh, they were all right but um i mean my growing up is clint eastwood that was those were the movies i was all into I mean, again, different time. Everyone's got their, um, what was the last Western? I mean, other uh, that I can think of was what, Magnificent Seven? Out of like a big blockbuster. Mm. 
I think you might be right because nothing really pops up. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe someone's. I don't know if that one. I don't know if that one's considered a big budget, but the one about uh, it wasn't about uh, Billy the Kid, but it was about the. I don't know. I can't remember the name. It had like Lance's favorite actor in it, Dane DeHaan. Oh, wasn't that one just called The Kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was a big budget release or anything. Um, I don't think it was. I mean, because it it only played um, one theater in uh, in Reno. So and then there was that uh the John C. Riley and Joaquin Phoenix one, uh, the the sister brothers or whatever. That was that was more just a comedy, wasn't it? I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it either. I figured it was more of a comedy, but I mean, as far as these shoot 'em up uh, out in the open range and uh, just. Give me the money, uh, type of films. This was one. I mean, the little, the little I knew of Jesse James, I learned from my uncle, same uncle that took us to see this. He had this collection of um, like cowboy encyclopedias or something, and it, it talked about Jesse James. It, it talked about the Youngers. It talked about Bell Star, and it talked about Geronimo and, and all that. I mean, all the stuff that that was, I guess, you needed to know about uh, the history of, I don't know, bank robbers, cow, cowboys. I don't know. But so that's I was like, OK. So when I was hearing these names, I was like, oh, OK, I know a little about them. So I, I just took the movie for what it was. And this was just one of those movies that just stuck with me. And I just. I loved it. I, I just I couldn't get enough when when it did its cable run. I watched it, or even when it was on just regular TV and it was all cut up, especially the end on on how brutal and bloody that was. It was all cut to shit when it was on TV. But I mean, I can still enjoy it for what it was. So I mean, once it hit VHS and DVD and and Blu-ray now, and I own every form of it, and I love it. I mean, this is probably one of my non Clint Eastwood. Uh, shoot them up western films it's because i put a lot of clint eastwood movies in front of before we get to this and and the other ones that they came afterwards i mean good the bad and the ugly being my favorite um mm. spaghetti western as some call it i mean that that one's just an amazing film i love it I'm sure we'll do it at one point um but but with this whole film i mean it, it was like a history lesson did it happen like this i don't know I mean, there's many different stories. Is all I mean, it, maybe the ending. I know there's some parts because when I did research later, when I was much older, um, yeah, the death uh, of Jesse James uh, was done by um, was it Charles? No, I think it was Bob. Uh, Bob, no, yeah, Bob, no, no, yeah, Bob was the one that, that killed. I think I could be wrong. Um, that shot uh, Jesse James, but um. This movie was awesome for what it was. And having all these brothers to play brothers in the film uh, was just amazing. I met uh, Robert Carradine at uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, he was there. He was doing a TV show called um, King of the Nerds. It was some reality show. And they, since he was um, Gilbert, well, no, he wasn't Gilbert. He was um, Lewis. Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, it was him and Booger and someone else. I can't remember. I don't remember Booger's name. But they were the host of that show. So uh, my wife and I, we went to the panel. And when it was over, I was kind of sitting in the front. So when Robert Carradine 
was walking by, he was like signing autographs and just saying hi to everyone. And when he got to me, I was like, hey, man, I loved uh, you and your brothers and the long riders. And he I've, I've said this before, maybe not on, on any of these shows, but when, when we do our regular shows, when when you bring up. Um, I wouldn't say this movie is obscure, but when you bring up old movies that they had done a long time ago, and they're usually mainly known for something big like Revenge of the Nerds, he like stopped and looked at me and went, "Wow, man!" He goes, "Yeah, that was that was that was a fun movie," and I said, "You and your brothers were amazing in that film." He's like, "Oh man, thank you, thank you so much." I mean, that's I, I've noticed when I when I do that with other uh, movie stars, celebrities, or whatever. I mean that that's when they really notice, like, okay, this guy knows knows who I am, and I'm not just known for Lewis and Revenge of the Nerds or this mm-hmm. TV show. So that was really cool, just to have that uh, minute uh, of talking to him. But I wish I could have had more to talk more about this film with him. But he was like, he was really appreciative about it. That's that's what I loved about Robert Carradine. He has done a ton of shit, not just, um, yeah, I guess he did majority of the revenge of the nerds films the only ones i like are the first two and the one they made for tv and i don't know i think there was like four total but um but i mean everyone else i mean dennis quaid too i at i think at this point the only stars i really knew in this was uh david carradine i mean because i grew up watching uh kung fu uh on tv so i knew who he was but I didn't know that those were uh, Keith Carradine and Robert were his brothers, much less James and Stacy, the Keith brothers. I didn't know that they were were in. I didn't even know who they were. This is how I learned who they were. This is how I learned who uh, the Quaid brothers, Randy and Dennis. So I was just like, wow, cool. I mean, I would say this is probably the first Walter Hill film that I had seen. So sorry about the background noise. My son was bringing something in here. But um you got a window open? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. It is but, it is hot. It is hot right now. So. Yeah, well, speaking of that, let me crack mine. <laughs> so but um this movie's amazing for what it is. I mean the, the Brian brought up this the stunt work in this, especially at the end. Um or even the the other small stunts that that are in it before the the big climax of the film. But I, I just loved it, what it was. I mean, it was a story that a lot of people know, but it was just, you only got an hour and 40 minutes. I mean, these, these this was before the big old giant long saga films that are like 10 hours long. So this could have went hours long if maybe if the budget was bigger or if, I don't know, but um, I, I could clearly sit and watch more of this. But from what they showed or what they could do into that, I thought it was awesome. It was them riding the horses. Maybe it wasn't them doing uh, the stunts, but um, at at certain points, you can see the stunts that they let the actors do. It was them, but when they were falling mm-hmm. off the horses and all that, maybe that that wasn't them. But I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially the the train scene when uh, Robert Carradine, Bob Younger, is uh they they're robbing a train and he jumps up on the back and he's like running and on the top of the train on each car. Jumping from car to car, trying to get to the or getting up to the front uh, to the to the the engine. Uh, you could clearly see it wasn't him. And whoever that stunt guy ran right on, I don't know how fast that train was going, but um, 
I don't know. I mean, I always I love that stunt. I just love how how he looks. Uh, whoever the stunt guy was, he got his cowboy hat and got his big old long duster, and running along in cowboy boots. Man, I don't know how grippy or slick the top of those train cars were, but man, I was like, fuck. I mean, that that was a good stunt. And all the horse riding, I I loved all that, especially when uh, during some of the stunts uh, on this. And there's some scenes I wanted to know. Because there's a scene when um, somebody gets shot and they fly off the back of the horse. Um, I don't ever want to feel that power of a shotgun blast, but when <laughs> that guy got hit, he like flew back. I don't oh, know. There, there's a couple times. Uh, I think uh, when after the cousin gets killed and yeah. they, they go and get revenge and they shoot those two guys and both of them go flying backwards through the windows. I was like, Damn. Yeah, I mean, I want to know, did they like, have ropes or something around them and pull them and so they can fly, fly backwards? And what I love about each of those shots, when someone flew back super far, it was always in slow motion. So I, I dug uh, what they did there. And if you do watch Walter Hill films, I mean, he's he films all his films the same. Um, and another thing I love about this was the score the old timing music that fit this period in time. I think it was, it was a few years after the civil war, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I can't remember exactly. I guess I should have had this all pulled up on Wikipedia is the one that's usually uh, the best. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's during, that. during the years following the civil war. Okay. Yeah. Because all of them were in the civil war and then, after they got out, I guess just life wasn't, it, it was hard to start life. I, I don't know. So they just went into um, robbing banks because in the beginning of the film, you, you see, I mean, I love the, 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 the very beginning of the film. It, it's an awesome shot when the credits are rolling. Uh, I just love the guitar and whatever other instruments they're playing. And you just see them in slow motion riding across the prairie multiple shots this and that and then after all that it goes uh years following the civil war and then they're shooting guns and outside the cole brothers are outside or the cole brothers younger brothers and then we go in the bank we see james uh and Je- or we see jesse and um frank um Clell and um ed uh the miller brothers dennis quaid and randy quaid and they're just they're hurry up and trying to get all the the money out of the the, the drawers. And then Randy Quaid goes, "Hey man, what what about that safe?" And it's just telling me there ain't no safe, man. Let's just get out of here. And then he just doesn't believe it. Um, Ed Dennis Quaid, he's like, "I know you got a safe in here. If you don't tell him, I'll blow your head off or whatever he says to him." And like there is no safe. All the money's right here. And they, I don't believe you. And then Jesse's like, come on, man, this, there ain't no safe. Just let's go. Kind of took uh, their eyes off of each other. Um, there was uh, one of the patrons in there. Uh, these days, everyone carried guns. So some guy pulls out a gun. Boom, Jesse gets shot. They end up shooting him. And I think they shot the um, the bank teller. And they all just jump on their horses and, and hightail it out of there. So, I mean, that, that was... I mean, watch it now when I find out, when I know who, or we all know who Dennis Quaid is. Like He's a big star. And uh, he's only in this, what, maybe two or three scenes, if that. 
Yeah. So, I mean, he, since the Ed Miller is the one that, that basically messed up the whole robbery, I mean, they got the money, but they, they could always got out of there without getting shot. And this is when they just, they give uh, Ed Miller the boot. I mean, I'm sure Jesse wanted to kill him, but uh, they just said, nah. I mean, Jesse kind of punched him and said, man, what, what are you doing? Yeah, shooting up and scaring innocent people and almost getting me killed. And then they just, hey, man, just give him his money. So and they wanted to get out of there because they had to go take the bullet out of Jesse. I love when Cole just rides up to him. He goes, all right, now listen up. Goes, anyone uh, links us or the, the 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 youngers and the James Jameses to that bank robbery? You're a dead man. And then just throws his money at him. <laughs> just threw a big old pile of cash. And then they all take off. I mean, I I just loved them, especially um all the fire all the firepower they had. It was just mainly pistols, rifles, or a shotgun. I mean, there there was no machine guns, no time cop in this one. Speaking of that, I just rewatched that film. Uh, we won't get into that one. We'll be here for ten hours, still trying to figure yeah. the movie out. <laughs> oh, so I, from here on, there there was a lot of them. I mean, it, it this is what it seemed like. It seemed like they would rob a bank or whatever, have enough money to take long breaks. Because I mean, this I think this this story spanned out a few years because they they would take breaks because they had money. And then when they were running low on money is when they would go hit another bank. Um, and because there was a lot of uh, building up story, mainly about Jesse uh, falling in love with uh, his girl and want, and getting married. Um, Cole uh, Younger hooking up with uh, Belle Star. Or well, she wasn't Belle Star at the time. She was Belle something. And she was the she was the whore. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, that man, I didn't realize how cold he was, but man, yeah, I mean, uh, Pamela Reed, uh, she was Belle something. I can't remember uh, her name, and then later she got married, and she was Belle Star. Yeah, he did it again later when she yeah. pulled up in the carriage and was like, how come I wasn't invited to the party? And he was like, because you're a whore. I was like, damn. <laughs> Well, technically, well, not technically, she was. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because when her husband comes... And they have that fight, and then uh, David Carradine's like, "Well, what does the winner get?" And she was like, "Nothing they ain't had before." I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay." <laughs> because she was what? No, because because uh, when they were sitting there, uh, I assume they were in a whorehouse, and they were downstairs gambling because there was other whores uh, lingering around. And she came up behind uh, Cole, and he goes, "I don't like people standing behind me." And then she sat down. And then he looked at her. And goes, "You still charging fifteen dollars?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, <laughs> maybe that was a lot of money then. <laughs> Not like today. I've never did it, but um, my knowledge from his movies and TV shows on how much uh, the ladies of the <laughs> evening cost. <laughs> so, but um, I mean, that was this was this was cool. I mean, because while they're sitting in there, they're they're all playing cards, and there's a, a guy in the background just playing the guitar and singing songs." And uh, I don't know the song he was singing, but it wasn't. Um, uh, I guess they were um, in one of the Confederate states because <clears throat> mm. they did it for Dixie. Um, 
because they go, you, you guys hear that? And he goes, well, I hear it. And he goes, well, I'm going to go over there and do do something about it. And uh, Randy Quaid, Clell walked over there and was looking at that guy as he's playing the guitar. And he's like, uh, hey, you got nice hands. Yeah, they're real <laughs> nice. And that guy's playing the guitar, looking at him sideways. And he pulled out his gut. He goes, you want to keep him? And the guy stopped playing. He goes, oh, it was just a request. And he goes, well, I got a request. Pulls out a big-ass coin, drops it in that guy's beer. I'm a good old rebel. And um, you, you do listen to the lyrics of that song. You can clearly see <laughs> which side they were on. So, but uh, it, it was cool. Again, the music, I, I loved all of it. I mean, even when that guy was playing uh, guitar and singing those songs, and there's a scene where someone's... um. They're during a funeral, and there's a guy singing in the background. I really like that one. But, yeah, this is when uh, Cole goes upstairs. I mean, this is how hard he was. I mean, uh, Belle's upstairs taking a bath with, or just taking a bath by herself, but one of her chambermaids or her friend, I don't know who that was, another whore, was washing her off, and and Cole just comes kicking in the door. (laughs) And then she goes, how many how many women do you see before you come see me? Ah, this is my first stop. And then one thing leads to another. Yeah, then the, after the aftermath, he's laying there. And yeah, she, this is what, like Brian said, she goes, why don't you just make an honest woman out of me? And he, like, grabs the back of her head and pulls it up. He goes, you're a whore. <laughs> and you'll always be a whore. That's why I love you. <laughs> so, um, different times, everyone. <laughs> um, I assume that's what they did back in the day. I mean, just, you just robbed a bank. You got money falling out your ass. You might as well go lose it playing cards, drinking, bang horse. <laughs> he was the only one that. No, they, I think they did it. They did it again before they uh, went to the did did the the last bank robbery. But yeah, I think the other like Bob and. Uh... What's the other brother, uh, Robert Carradine? Uh, Bob and Jim, they did. Bob and Jim, I think. I think our most I've seen them was gambling. I don't think they was really. I don't know. It seemed like Bob was more responsible. Yeah. Um. What's his name? Was he was sitting around uh, taking? Uh, oh, I guess he was in the bathtub with one of those horse. Um. Randy Quaid, Clell. Uh, yeah, because she was sitting there, no shirt on. He had no shirt on, but his hat, and it was like spitting poetry to her. <laughs> not, I don't know where that came from, but and then there's uh, some scenes again with, with Jesse talking to his girl, talking about he's gonna marry her, and then everyone kind of just went their separate ways until they they were running out of money. Because uh, the the other side of the story, yeah, J- um, Jesse got married, and he just wanted to just run a farm. Uh, Frank, he was thinking about, he was talking to a, a young gal, and he wanted to um, raise horses and everything. And everyone else, I don't even know what the, all the younger guys did. They never really concentrated on much of their uh, personal lives other than Cole. And it, when it was Cole, it was mainly him and Bell uh, banging and all that. But um, during the wedding at, at, at the reception, um, this is when we're introduced to uh, Charlie and Bob Ford, Christopher and Nicholas Guest. They they come up to um, who was it Frank 
Cole and I think Jim. They're standing off on the side just talking. And then they go, hey, we hear uh, you guys need some uh, some new men. And they're like, well, who told you that? And they, Oh, no, it was Clell. They were standing there with them. Well, who told you that? And he said, uh, your brother. And they just kind of look and they kind of go, well, there ain't no horse we can't ride or no bank we can't rob. Just trying to make themselves look good. And again, how fucking hard Cole was. He just looked at them and then just looked away and like, what were we talking about? And <laughs> <laughs> they felt those guys felt stupid and walked away. So I think right after that is then when they, we go into the, um, the, the train robbery. And again, with that scene, when I mentioned when Bob is jumping on top, they were robbing the, I don't think they robbed any of the, the passengers. They went straight to the mail car. And uh, yeah. they they shot open the safe and, and took all the money from that, and, I, and then they all jumped off. Or the, no, they made the train stop because when Bob got to the front, and they go, well, "What do you, the the engineers are like? What are you aiming to do? Aiming to do?" And he goes, "I ain't aiming to do it. I'm doing it." And he goes, "Now stop the train." <laughs> <laughs> so they stopped the train, and uh, everyone got off because uh, Jesse and them they did go into uh, the passenger cars and just kind of. Held their guns on everybody. I don't think they they robbed anyone. If they did, they didn't show it. But yeah, they uh, made off with the money from the mail car, jumped on their horses, and rode off into the into the onto the prairie. So um, and then again, everyone they got money. Everyone breaks up and goes their own separate ways. Um, I really love this scene. It's a scene when Jim Younger and his uh, his cousin uh, John uh, Kevin Brophy. They're just kind of walking along, and uh, John's like, "How come uh, Jesse ain't ever asked me to join up?" And then he goes, "Well, well, maybe you're not. Well, maybe you're not ready, or maybe uh, we don't uh, we don't need anyone right now. There's too many of us." And he goes, "I can I can rob any bank or any better than uh, any of your brothers or or any of uh, Jesse and Frank or or those other those Miller boys." And I was kind of like, "Well, I don't know." And then here come these two guys. Oh, all during this. Um, the, the law was chasing them. They called them uh, the Pinkertons. I don't really. I assume that was some kind of organization that's chasing bad guys. Yeah, it was a detective agency. Okay. So they they were um, <clears throat> they they two of them came riding up. Uh, it wasn't the main guy. Uh, that was it was like uh, he had a bunch of deputies or whatever. They come up to him and they're like. Uh, uh, Jim just starts talking to him. Hey, how you guys doing? I go, and he goes, uh, what are you guys, what are you guys doing up here? And he said, well, we're, we're cattle, uh, buyers. We're up here buying cattle. And then they go, we're, we're looking for the youngers. And they're like, they go, well, there's lots of them in this part, big family. And he goes, oh, and he goes, and they go, yeah. He goes, oh, really? And he goes, yeah. And then they, they go, well, where are they? And then that's when he pulled Jim pulled out his gun. You're looking at two of them. And then uh, John's kind of like, uh, "Goddamn Pinkertons!" And then John gets off his horse and he's on the ground holding the shotgun and telling him, "Goes no, we told you we're uh, we're cattle buyers." And they're like, "How do you stupid? How stupid do you think we are?" And he goes, "You're Pinkertons." And then they're like, "No, no, we're we're here to buy cattle." And they go, "Well, which younger are you?" And Jim was like. Well, I'm Jim, and this is my cousin. He goes, you're not looking for him. He don't ride with us. And they're like, they kind of like have this stare off for a minute. And then 
uh, one of the guy, one of the Pinkertons, like just quick on the draw, just pulls out his gun. He shoots um, John. John goes flying back, and but before he can go back, he lets off a, a blast from the shotgun. This is that stunt I was talking about. Because when that guy gets hit, that's on the horse, he just goes flying back. I don't know, like mm-hmm. good ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I don't want to feel that blast from a shotgun. Plus, mainly up close. But that dude flew back hella far. Uh, they let off a couple uh, rounds. Jim hit the other dude, and the other Pinkerton took off running. So Jim kind of like stood there and saw his cousin. His cousin was dead. So he goes riding after him. Uh, that Pinkerton guy is kind of like, he got shot. So he's kind of like barely hanging on to his horse. And then he just kind of rides and then falls off. Jim rolls up onto him. And he goes, he goes, my cousin, my cousin, he, he wasn't with us. He didn't ride and he didn't do anything. And he goes, now I got to take him back to his family dead. And then that guy, the Pinkerton, is like, "What you broke the law. And then Jim just just pumps in a few into him. And then they go riding off. They always went to, um, like, uh, the coroner every time uh, they had uh, dead bodies. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and the Pinkerton guy was sitting there. And then he's with the coroner. And they're looking at the two guys that were dead. And he goes, well, people say they got one of the youngers. And the coroner goes, people say they got the wrong younger." <laughs> and then they're like, oh, fuck, because <laughs> they weren't too sure. We're, we're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do now? So uh, I guess this kind of brought everyone back together because they were they knew that um, uh, the Pinkertons were after them. So they um, they were out uh, out on the trail hiding. Um, the Pinkertons, they all rolled up to um, uh, Jesse Jane, Jesse and Frank's mom's house, uh, some little cabin out in the woods, and they told them to. Well, she goes, well, what do you guys want my boys for? And he goes, because they steal, man. And she's like, ah. And he goes, well, ain't no one here but me and my son. He was like 15. And then they go, well, we got this warrant here to say we can go in there and search the premises. So they go in there and ramsack the house, and they don't find them. So uh, Jesse and those guys are still out hiding. Um, later, the, the, the Pinkertons come back at night, and one of them has some kind of uh, I, I thought it was a bomb at first, <laughs> but it, they said it was, it was a s- s- smoke bomb. Yeah, so they lit it and they threw it through one of the windows uh, of the of the James mom's house, and um, uh, it goes in. And they go, all right, wait for them to come out. So uh, you as you see, it kind of just crashed through the window. Then all of a sudden, a few minutes or not or a few seconds later, like that whole front room blows up. And the guys are outside like, oh, fuck. But then you hear, after the explosion, you hear somebody screaming. You know, an airfield? (laughs) Sound like a... Sorry. (laughs) It sounded like an airplane flying by. It was. Oh, okay. (laughs) We're not talking about airplanes. I don't think there was airplanes in these days. But so... (laughs) Um, after that, after the house blew up, they're like, fuck, we, we go back to the main Pinkerton and he has those guys. He goes, all right, man, what the fuck happened? We didn't say fuck, but what the hell happened? And he goes, he goes, it was a smoker. It wasn't a bomb. We just threw it in. The only thing we could think of, maybe it knocked over, um, a kerosene lamp or something. And that fell into the, 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 the fireplace and just blew up. He said, that's the only thing we can think of. And they're like, man. 
So they're like, uh, they they weren't too sure what they were going to do. Next scene, we see those two guys that that threw the smoker into the house. They're walking along. And I think this is probably my favorite, favorite, one of my favorite scenes uh, out of this. They're walking along. Then out of the the dark, you see uh, Jesse and the gang uh, on their horses. I mean, if you've ridden horses for man, they, they don't walk silently, but it's a movie. (laughs) <laughs> so it was really quiet until one of the horses uh, made a noise. And then uh, those guys stopped and turned around uh, and looked. Luckily, those two dudes were out walking uh, in the middle of the night. But I don't know, a movie. So they pull up onto them and they all just like just start loading their weapons, cocking and pumping. I don't think there was pump shotguns yet, but they were just loading up their guns and they go he goes we didn't do nothing mister and he goes and they go yes you did he goes some of our friends saw you out on the trail that night and they go well like hey man he goes it, it was just a smoker it wasn't meant to to go off like that and then jesse goes he goes my brother was 15 years old and he goes and i want you guys to think about that on your way to hell. And then they just all open fire on him. I was yeah, like, they did Damn. not have long to think about it. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, but that was some cold shit. You go you think about that on your way to hell. And I was like, Wow. See that little kid sitting there in the theater going, Damn. And yeah, again, uh, like Brian said with this one earlier, when those guys two got shot, they go crashing backwards, flying backwards into the into those windows <laughs> again. They were getting hit with pistols, shotguns, and rifle blasts. Uh, very close, <laughs> not point blank range, but close, close enough to throw you back. And then the back to the corners, and they cover them. And they're like, "Fuck!" And he goes, "Well," and he goes, "You're just gonna make heroes out of every one of those guys." <laughs> oh, throughout the film, there's also been a reporter coming around. Uh, doing um, kind of doing a story. I think it was from New York. He said he was doing a story uh, on the gang and uh, the whatever the Pinkerton guy's name was, the main guy on the how uh, he was gonna catch them all. So they were they were like shit, man, because they they didn't know what to do because they were searching and they were saying, man, these guys are probably spread out all over the place. But after they killed those two guys, they were all they were uh, holding up in. Uh, one of their friends' barns, because they were just all in there. I mean, this part was pretty cold too. They're all sitting in there, just uh, waking up, and um, the the farmer kind of comes in, and yeah, I get you guys some milk and everything, and I think they were making grits or something for for breakfast. We had that yesterday. <laughs> <I was Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, ah, well, I'll get you guys some milk after I'm done feeding the, the chicken. So that that farmer walks outside. As soon as he walks outside, I loved how it always went to slow motion and you can hear the bullets coming. So, whoop, whoosh, and then big chunk out of his chest and then he falls down and then you see the camera switch over to the, to the little trees and the mountains and you just see all these guys up there opening fire onto the barn. Again, these are just little small little plywood. Uh, and, they, and Jesse and the gang just push, bust out the windows and they start shooting back. And then Frank's like, hey, is he, is he dead or is he alive? And they go, Cole's like, nah, man, he's dead. And he goes, and Frank just had to go see to make sure. So he kind of ran out there. Uh, McCorkendale, I believe that was the name of that farmer. 
He runs out there while Frank's out there. Uh, Jesse's like, cover him, damn it. And everyone's just shooting pretty much in every direction or in front uh, of the barn. Frank's out there. He checks on him. And then he takes one to, I think, to the arm or the shoulder or something. So he kind of runs back in. They run to the back of the barn. They break out the the boards. And behind the barn, it was like uh, built right on a cliff. So they all go jumping out and just hauling ass down this dirt hill, a mud hill. To like, I think it was like a river that was down there. And all their horses were were tied up. So they all dove out of that, jumped on their horses and rode off into the woods. Camera goes back up to the the barn. Uh, They're going in there. The Pinkertons come down. McCorkendale's laying there dead. And all his pigs and probably chickens uh, were were laying there dead too from all that that gunfire. Yeah, that was fucked up. Either those were fake pigs... Or they just put him to sleep. I don't know. Because there was a bunch of pigs just laying there dead. So, but uh, they go. we go to a funeral. And there it's McCork, McCork, McCorkendale's funeral. And then the reporter's uh, talking to um, uh, Jesse and James's mom. Talking about, oh, you're, you're their mom? Yeah. What, what do you think about them? And she's like, yeah, they're my boys. And they'll be all right. So they're kind of like Pinkins is like fuck, man. We're we're killing people that don't need to be killed. Innocent people are getting killed. I mean, they killed a fifteen year old boy and they killed some old farmer guy for. Well, yeah, technically he was uh, harboring fugitives, but I don't know, laws were probably different back then. <laughs> Didn't deserve for him to get killed. Um, so they all they all disappeared again because I don't think they. Took revenge on those all those guys that, that killed him, did they? No, I think they were on their way to. Um, they were on their way to somewhere, and then they decided to rob that bank, or at least uh, Clell suggested that they rob a bank. Oh, they! I think they all um they all just whoosh, took off yeah. in uh, different directions because uh, this is when uh, Frank. Took off somewhere and he got married. Um, Jesse was just out on the trail doing what he does. Um, Clell went up to go scope out that bank. I'm not sure where Jim and Bob were. Didn't Bob go take uh, Ed Miller's girl? Oh, that's right. It was after the. Um, it was after um, uh, Frank and Jesse's little brother's funeral. That because uh, there was a girl that uh, Jim was talking to. Uh, and then he Keith Carradine, and then he would he kind of he liked her, but they weren't really sure. But then, since uh, Jim was out on the trail, uh, um, Randy or Dennis Quaid, Ed Miller slid in there and and took her from him. But then that's when Jim came back and stole her uh, away from Ed. And then I guess Ed got all drunk and he ended up in jail. And uh, the Pinkertons went up to him and said, "Hey, man, they'll be give you like I don't know a few thousand to." You can tell us where uh, Jesse is. And he was like, shit, man. He goes, he goes I ain't tell you. If I tell you that, he goes, I'll be dead uh, like tomorrow or something like that, he said to him. Yeah, he said, one of their relatives will come kill me. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, well, he goes, well, put some money in your pocket or whatever he said. And he goes, man, he goes, he goes, I'd rather be with them. He goes, Jesse pays better than you do. Yeah. So Ed just yeah. sat in jail. <laughs> I did not expect that. I thought he was going to tell on somebody or give him some kind of information, but I, I got to respect him. 
You know, I mean, he got kicked out the gang, got his got his girl taken, but he he didn't tell nothing. He didn't tell nothing. He didn't want to get killed. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> it wasn't just the, the James family. I mean, you you had the Youngers and all them. So they one of them would have came and got him. <laughs> so uh, this is when Cole. Uh, they were saying, yeah, Cole uh, went off to Texas uh, to look for Bell, and I, I don't know where in Texas they were. They go to some uh, some Texas honky tonk or whatever they were. <laughs> they roll in there. Uh, Cole's just sitting at the bar, and here comes Belle. She comes down and uh, sees Cole, and then he he's just talking to her like, ah, yeah. I guess she's still doing tricks, and she's married. So I guess you gotta do what you gotta do to make ends meet. So he's like, ah, well, I figure you'd uh, wear that old that Indian out. <laughs> And he goes, uh, I do what I want and with who I want anytime I want. And he goes, oh, yeah. And she goes, yeah, watch this. And grabs like whoever. There was some Mexican guy. That guy, that the one she kissed is one of those that guys. The, the movies that I remember seeing him in, he was in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He was one of the bikers. Um, oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and he was in uh, Blood In, Blood Out. He was in uh, Popeye's Apartment. Uh, he was the one that pulled that big old shot, that big old, I think it was a Magnum or something, when he pulled it on Miklo. Uh, he, he was that guy. Plus, he's been in a bunch of other movies. He's always one of those guys that's hanging around in the background. But anyway, so she kisses him and then just kind of shoves him away. And he, I guess that wasn't enough for her. So he's kind of like, yeah, whatever. So she pulled out her gun, was pointing it at Cole, one of those little small little hideaway guns. And maybe one or two shots in it. And, she shot one of the, the chandeliers down, and they're standing there talking. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, here comes this knife. You know, big old giant buck knives or Bowie knives or whatever, those Bowie knives. Stabs in there, and they turn around, and the music stops. And then here comes uh, the Indian, quotes, unquote. And it's James, the great James Remar. Okay, this is where I have questions. <laughs> I don't I don't know my history, so is he supposed to be full Native American or half or No, he he was half. <laughs> okay. I guess, I mean I guess. It's I guess. I don't know. I just seen when it when he came in, I was just like, Oh, it's James Remar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh that at that time watching this, I I knew who he was only because of uh, the Warriors. Uh, he was Ajax already <laughs> because that was in the 70s. <laughs> so I remember me and my brother was sitting there. My brother went, hey, that's Ajax. <laughs> We're like, oh, cool. That is him. <laughs> and I just thought he <sighs> just looked like a white guy with long hair. That's what I was like. What's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> they got to make them look the stereotypical Indian, <laughs> the headband, the no shirt, the vest, the long hair, the the buckskin, and all that. Uh, for I those was of you, so <laughs> aboard with this movie until I mean, I, I still enjoy the movie, but when James Remar walked in, I was just like, "What are we doing now? What's going on?" Because <laughs> he Remar, he walks up to you, Cole Younger, and then, and he goes, "Yeah," and he goes, "I'm married to that woman." And then he kind of looks at him. He goes, "Sam Star," and I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" And then uh, that's when they kind of just kind of 
give each other. I mean, if you guys know Cole or David Carradine, he's only got a handful of expressions. I mean, but that's how hard he was. He, I thought he was perfect in this role. He just kind of looked at him like, all right, whatever. Who, who are you? You ain't nothing to me. So they're basically going to start fighting. And then Bell kind of steps in. All right, you two. I don't want you guys getting into something over little old me. If you're going to, uh, why don't you do it um, hand to hand? Or man, why don't you handle it man to man or hand to hand or something like that? So mm-hmm. they're like, all right. So, because Sam already, he has his gun out and he shot. I remember he shot the ground a few times at uh, Cole's feet. And that's when he comes up. Sam Star. I'm like, uh, he's James <laughs> Rumar. And I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a pass. <laughs> I just love James Rumar anyway. So um, he puts his gun away and then he pulls out his, pulls out his big knife. And then uh, Bell takes off one of her stockings and, all right, here you guys have a chew. So they stick uh, one end in each of their mouths to to fight. And then Cole's like, it don't make much sense. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, she, no, no. Before he said that, he goes, well, what what, 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 what does a winner get, man? Uh, something you guys ain't already had. Well, it doesn't make much sense. <laughs> so he puts that thing in his mouth and he pulls out his big-ass knife. And then they uh, commence to fight and but right before they started fighting, somebody screamed out in the background, I got $10 on the half-breed. And then I was like, oh, God, <laughs> here we go. So, I mean, it, it was funny because for any of you that, that, that did watch um, uh, Kung Fu, there uh, there was one scene that I always remembered. Um, they were, I don't know, one of the, some cowboys were, were going to try to take out Kane, a.k.a. Grasshopper. He goes, we're going to kill that Chinaman. As a little kid watching that show, I thought he was at maybe half Asian. I don't know. <laughs> I, I assume he wasn't. Or maybe he is. I don't know. Uh, because he was playing uh, an Asian character. But then as I got older, I was like, well, maybe he was half. Because when you see, I know it's probably long, long riders. But when you see uh, Kane as, as a younger kid, you can clearly see that was a white kid. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll let it slide. But then, then we got James Remar as Sam Starr. But then again, in Hollywood, they didn't really use uh, real natives to play natives in these films. They always got Chuck Connors and put uh, dark paint on him, and then, then he was Geronimo. And I mean, they still do it to this day because uh, I can't think of the one actor from Fear of the Walking Dead. He was like the terrorist in True Lies, and then he was like, uh, like one of the one of the essays from uh, Training, oh, Training Day. Day. Yeah, he's from New Zealand. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like they, they have him play every other role. I figured if you got dark skin, uh, you can pass, but that's Hollywood, everybody. <laughs> but, but I did love this scene. They they commenced to uh, knife fighting. And uh, really didn't do nothing much but uh, rub blades together. They, they would just swing, kept going ching, ching, ching over and over as they were fighting. Every now and then they would uh, throw in some punches and everything. Because at one point Cole clocked uh, Sam Starr and then he goes flying back into the crowd. And then he kind of gets up and puts the, the stocking back in his mouth. Like, Come on, Missouri. And uh, I love how David Carradine's just throwing his knife back and forth. 
in his hand. And I mean, they, other than they just, he just did not, they they were just locking eyes and, uh, and fighting. And then they kind of get to a, a, a wrestling match. And then Cole poof, shoves that knife into Sam's leg, into like uh, upper thigh or whatever. And those blades were long. How how long do you think those blades were? Oh, at least seven, eight inches or something. Yeah, and and they were those thick ones too. <laughs> uh, if you guys seen the movie, you guys know. But I don't care. Um, I didn't go all the way to the handle, but it went far. It went in far enough. <laughs> I was like, damn! And this is how hardcore Cole was. Because he Cole stabbed him and, and and Sam in the leg, and then Sam just kind of fell and spit that chew out. Uh, so he's got one hand on his blade that's in Sam's leg, and he's uh, Cole's holding up his other hand, uh, Sam's other hand, and he just takes his knife out of his hand and puts it in his sheet <laughs> behind his belt. <laughs> and Sam is laying there like, oh, he, he didn't die, he didn't kill him or nothing. He just stabbed him in the leg, and then he walks up to Bell and. Gives her her stocking back, and then he takes his drink and rolls out. <laughs> and as soon as he walked out, then they go, yeah, then the music kicks yeah. back in and the party commences. <laughs> but again, different times, Hollywood. Um, there is tons and tons of native, real native actors out there. Uh, there is some people that they claim it, and then when they get called out on it, they they oh well uh, no, we know who's real and who ain't uh, Hollywood, because uh, there was one girl out there claiming she was native until uh, they found out that she wasn't, and then they put her on blast. Native Native America, they put her on blast quick. Uh, Isn't she like a director or something? It, it was that, and then it was an actress too. Um, okay, I can't remember her name. Uh, any of you natives listening, you guys probably know what I'm talking about, but yeah, that's just how it is. We, we, you got to keep it 100 with us. None of this uh, wannabes. Um, so everybody goes back. Uh, Frank goes home, and then the, uh, they they have a meeting, and they're talking about going up to um, what was it, Missouri? Is that no, not Missouri? They were going up to um, Minnesota. Yeah, out of state. To uh, rob a bank. And even Frank was like. He goes, Are you sure that's a good idea? He goes we've always just stayed here. And they're like nah man. Clell's gone up there. Scattered out and said that bank is just packed to the brim with money. There ain't nothing a bunch of, but a bunch of square heads. <laughs> yeah. So he goes yeah. He goes I scoped it out. The bank's right in the middle of town. So all we got to do is go in there. Do what we got to do and get the hell out. He said the safe is what they were going to hit uh, instead of just the drawers because it said the safe is the one that held all the money. So they go up there and then uh, they bring in uh, two more guys uh, in this. Um, one of them was Mr. Orange. Or not Mr. Orange. Mr. Um, was he Mr. Fuck. Was it Mr. Brown? That was Quentin. I think it was Mr. Blue. He was like Mr. Blue, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I can't remember that actor's name. Uh, let me see. Uh, I, I'm, it's going to kill me if I don't. 
see, I could see his face because he was another one of those guys that he's been in uh, a ton of movies as well. Uh, but he fit in this. Let me see. He was Mr. Yeah, Ed Bunker. He was Mr. Blue. Uh, they Jesse gets um him. I can't remember his name. What what they said in the movie. Uh, but they get him. Uh, Mr. He's Mr. Blue. Everyone. He gets Mr. Blue, and he gets some other dude. Uh, and then they're like, Cole's like, well, why them? And then uh, Jesse's like, because I said so. And they're damn good men. So they're like, all I mean, they were all really. I mean, even Frank, where they were kind of like. Other than Jesse and Clell, they were saying, "Yeah, let's go up there and do it." The other guys were like, "I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think we should do this one because it was out of their range. It was they were used to just doing local stuff, I guess." Mm-hmm. So they were like, "All right, well, they go. We can go up there." He goes, "Because there's so much money, then we can all just live our lives good, and I guess not rob banks anymore." So they go up, uh, they get to the town, they end up some local whorehouse, and they all go in there and uh, bang the horse. I mean, even Frank was. He had just got married, too, and it didn't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was, he was still in there banging uh, one of them. So they all get uh, suited up, and they're ready. They roll into town, and they get there, and they're like, all right, well, this is it. And then again, the uh, club. Yeah, Cloud was, yeah, number squareheads. Come on, let's do this. So they all go rolling in. Um, Who goes into the bank? Jesse goes in, Clell, and Frank. And everyone else is outside. Uh, Mr. Blue and that other dude, they're outside. Um, Jim and Bob, they're kind of at uh, different ends of, I assume that was Main Street or whatever. And yeah. Cole, Cole is right out in front. And that's when somebody kept, uh, some dude kept trying to come up to him speaking. I think it was Swedish, uh, wanting to buy Cole's uh, horse. And uh, he was, yeah, that was, that was weird. <laughs> he was talking to him and Cole, Cole, like, I just get the hell out of here and pushes him out of the way. So we go into the bank and they come busting in and they go, all right, man. He goes, he goes, you need to open that safe. And then they're like, he goes, it, it's not going to open. He goes, it's a time lock. And he goes, we can't open it until 4.30. And I don't know what time it was when they were doing this, by first thing in the morning. So they're like, what? And he goes, and the day they didn't believe him. And he goes, look, man, if you don't open this face, we're going to blow your head off. And they're like, he goes, I can't open it. So they're like, fuck. I mean, they really don't know what to do. Uh, all the, the the patrons in the bank there, I mean, they all got their hands up. And then one dude's kind of looking. And um, he... So what happened? Because Frank kind of ran up to them. Yeah, think- uh, he he was trying to get the guy to open it, and the guy was telling them about the time lock and everything. He also said that they were expecting them to come, oh, and yeah, then once right. once he kind of took his eyes off that one guy, that one guy tried to run, and then uh, Clell shot him in the back a couple times. But as he was running out, he was yelling, uh, "They're robbing the bank." Yeah, cause that he got he got shot in the back again with these big slugs out of these old cowboy pistols. They're robbing the bank. They're robbing the bank. Cause that yeah, like that that um the bank guy told us, look man, he goes the pinker just told us that you guys might be coming. That's why they did the time lock, and they said he said the whole town is ready, and they were like looking at each other like fuck. 
So, and then that, that's when that guy ran out and he got shot. And then that's when everybody ah starts screaming outside and they all go running and hiding. And then this is when Cole starts uh, shooting off uh, some rounds from his shotgun or his rifle. And then he starts looking around screaming for Jim and Bob, I guess, trying to bring them in. Uh, Frank, uh, or no, Jesse turns around and just starts shooting at the lock and uh or the 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 knob on the safe and nothing they're like fuck it man let's get the hell out of here so they all start hauling ass out um clell turns around to the banker and he goes yankee bastard and blasts him in the head (laughs) and then they all jump on their horses and start uh taking off but as they're trying to ride out of town this is when like like they said everybody was ready man everyone that i'm sure these days again everybody's got a gun on them so everyone just kind of like made these little barricades with with just hay bales and standing behind wagons, and uh, they kind of blocked off uh, the entrances of the town. Uh, the either both entrances they they blocked those off, and then so they were kind of like stuck because and then everybody just started shooting at them. I mean, and these guys, uh, the the gang, the the Jesse and the gang, they're all firing in every direction. There's guys up on the roofs. There's guys just. Uh, on the second floor, on the first floor, hiding behind things, and everyone's just shooting. So there's just bullet fire going pretty much every single direction. I'm surprised no one of the other people, I mean, shot themselves. <laughs> um, but this is, I think this is when the awesome stunt work and, and the special effects uh, team really did did a good job. Because when these they're trying to ride out, um, they're, they're taking like shotgun blasts and just pistol cut pistol pistol blast from him because there's one scene where um jim younger um uh keith carradine he's uh trying to trying to ride it and again this is all in slow motion he gets shot in the arm and he kind of falls back but but he's still on his horse and then you hear and then it just he gets shot in the, in the face like uh, right in the cheek, and the bullet shoots out the other side. So he kind of like, oh fuck, he falls down. Um, and Cole, he gets he gets shot, and when he gets hit, man, there's like big old chunks, like just this duster opens up, blood comes pouring out. Uh, at one point, when Cole was riding, he gets shot, uh, kind of uh, somewhere in the chest, not in the chest, like on the side. You can clearly see the duct tape. Where they were putting uh, the little splatter packs <laughs> because his duster and it was it was during a uh, um, a slow motion shot because you see his duster go back and I guess they just said fuck it <laughs> and left it in because there's no way you could not see that big old piece of duct tape uh, holding holding something down. But there go right. I mean, all of them pretty much got shot except for Jesse. Frank got Frank took a couple hits. Um. And I, I think Jim got it the worst. Um, he that's what, he's the one that got shot and then got hit in the face. Um, Clell, um, Randy Quaid, he took one to the gut. I mean, they they were also killing uh, um, uh, all all the people in the town because this is awesome stunt work. Because one guy was on the roof uh, of one of the of the one of the little stores or whatever. He got he got shot and he fell off. Fell through an awning and then <laughs> crashed into. The- uh, I feel I feel like in westerns that that is the worst place to be. Yeah, people seem to always get shot. <laughs> yeah, if you're up on something high, you know you're gonna get hit and you got to go crashing through something. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they were they were dropping full. A few guys got shot off the roof. Uh, other guys that were just laying there, 
got hit. I'm sure the body count was pretty high, but uh, these they were they tried to ride to the end of town. There was a roadblock. Fuck. They went back the other way. Fuck. Roadblock again. And they were like, shit, they didn't know what to do. So um, uh, it was a Bob right here, um, Robert Carradine. He was riding, and then he got he got hit by or he he rode too close to one of the trees, and he caught a clothesline by a branch. So he goes he goes flying off again. Awesome stunt work, slow motion shot as well. He falls down, and then he's laying on the ground, just taking just shots. He's laying there, and he's just firing his rifle in the air. Call Jim, Jesse, like just screaming for someone to come get him. And then this is when Cole comes riding up. And he's like, he kind of grabs. I love this, this too. This is on again, awesome stunt performers. He rides up, he grabs Bob, and it's all in slow motion. And Bob is pretty much all his energy is gone from getting shot those few times. He's riding slow. As he's riding slow, Cole's taking shots. Took one in the leg. Took one in the arm. And uh and Bob is trying to jump on the horse. So it's like it's trotting, probably going full speed. He's running along. Uh, Cole's trying to hold on to his brother. And he's just trying to get his leg over to get up onto the horse. He, he does it a couple times and then finally gets on. And again, they're still running around back and forth. Uh, Frank and Jesse at this point, they, they, they ride right past his big, huge window. Because uh, the, the camera's on the inside. Then all of a sudden, they just turn. And I'll give props to those horses too. I don't know what it takes to to make a horse do this stunt, but they those horse all the horses did it. Well, mainly the first two that they went crashing mm-hmm. through the window. I assume that was Frank and Jesse. They go <laughs> crashing through the window, uh, ride through whatever that is. And luckily there was another big window on the other side because <laughs> they go <laughs> crashing through that. And again, I gotta, I keep gotta giving props to these stuntmen. Well, whoever it was, I'm not sure who it was, but one of them fell off the horse as, as they go crashing through that second window. And that horse looked like his knees buckled and kind of landed on him. And yeah, it did. It looked like it trampled whoever that stunt dude was. And then more horses came out, and he got trampled some more. So I'm, I don't know who that was. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to the. Uh, from right before they went through the window, the guy that fell off the horse and was getting dragged. Oh, yeah. That looked painful. That was either Mr. Blue or the other dude. Because I know both of them got killed. Yeah, because one of them, they took a shot to the, it was either the chest or the gut, and they flew off and their foot got stuck uh, in the little, I don't know what those things where you put your feet in uh, on a saddle. Um, someone's yelling it. I don't know what that is. I don't Stir I yeah, that I can ride a horse, but I still don't know <laughs> what those things are called. Um, so, yeah, and again, like like you said, I mean that, that stunt guy. I mean, all the stunt dudes just put a hundred percent in their performance and awesome cinematography because it was all in slow motion. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a stunt, and I don't know, man. I don't think I can do that. Just getting dragged, and I don't know how far he got dragged <laughs> on that, but uh, he was dead. Uh, he was probably dead before he hit the ground, and then he got drug. Uh, so yeah, they go crashing through those windows, and then they just go riding into into the forest. And uh, I love the shot when they're all just like just barely hanging on, all hunched over, and there's the cameras like rolling along, 
uh, right with them as they're just hauling ass uh, through the forest. We get to them, and they're all just laying there uh, against some logs. Uh, Clell's hunched over, trying to drink water, and he's just, he got shot in the gut. So it was only a matter of minutes. Uh, Bob is laying there. Uh, just can't, he looks like he got, he took a lot of shots as well. So he was just laying there. Cole, he was still standing, but he he was shot up. Uh, Jim couldn't talk because he took that bullet to the face. And I think he took some, some more rounds to the legs and the arm. Uh, Frank got hit, but only once. And Jesse was the only one that, that made it out of, out of there without getting hit by anything. And they were like, we got a ride. He goes, they're, they're, they're coming for us. And they're like, what? I mean, <laughs> and then uh, Clell's just like, just leaning over. It's like, goddamn square heads. And then he just, he just <laughs> keels over and he's dead. And then they're like, man, we got to go. And then, and then the, the Frank is kind of like, well, what about them? And he goes, man, they'll, they'll get them to the doctor's. And then that's when Jesse walked up and goes, hey, man. He goes, we got a ride. And then they're like, what? And then Bob, he he was all fucked up laying there. He was mad. He was reaching for his gun. He wanted to shoot Jesse. But they just kind of stopped him. And then Cole got up and he was like, Frank, you ain't leaving, are you? And he goes, I got to stick with my brother. And then Cole pulls out his gun, points his gun at Jesse. Jesse and Frank are just looking at him. He goes, the youngers don't need you. And then Je- Jesse kind of just looks at him and he gets on his horse and they go riding off. Cole sits back down and uh, Jim's like, oh. I'm, I'm sure all of them were in pain. These big old bullet, lead bullets in them. <laughs> so Cole's sitting there and goes, man, where the hell is Missouri? Um, we go to Frank and Jesse. They're just riding, riding along. They get to some big river. And then Jamie goes, "All right, man. He goes, this is it." He goes, "He goes, we get ac- we get across this river, and he goes, and we're home." He goes, "We can get some more guys. We're gonna have a gang better than ever." And then Frank just looked at him like, "All right, man, whatever." <laughs> and, and James is like, "Come on," or Jesse's like, "Come on, man." He goes, "We gotta get across. We gotta get home." So, props out to these horses. I mean, I I don't know what what it takes a horse to do this but <laughs> they just jumped in that deep ass water and got all the way across the river so they made it back home um we go to a hospital i think it was a jail uh and uh, all the guys are all there the ones that are alive uh jim uh bob and cole i think those are the only ones everyone else was dead <laughs> so mm-hmm. they had them and that reporter was there talking to them and they were like hey uh well, maybe if you tell us uh, where the, the James brothers are, he'll take uh, time off your sentence. He was talking to um, Bob, and then uh, Jim kind of like mutters something. He couldn't, he can't talk anyway because of his mouth. And he goes, the reporter goes, "What did he say?" And then Bob looks and he goes, "We did it for Dixie and no and nothing else." So they're like, "All right." So those guys, they were in jail and they're done. So. Um, uh, Jesse's Frank probably went back to his house and he was hiding out. And Jesse was uh, sitting at his house having dinner with um, his wife and the uh, the Ford brothers, uh, Charlie and Bob. 
they're sitting there and they're, they're talking and one of them's kind of like so jesse uh i hear you uh want to hit a bank somewhere else and then jesse's uh wife kind of gets mad and he goes we don't talk business at the table go, oh well i'm sorry so they go into the next room hey man how about you how you guys like a drink so they go into the next room um the bob uh, the ford brothers charlie and bob go in there um was that their names charlie and yeah bob and charlie Ford. yeah yeah they go and they go in there and um they're kind of like well he goes man he goes he knows he goes i know he knows and they're like he goes he he doesn't know what are you talking about <laughs> so so he's like, all right so jesse comes in and i start talking to him he goes, yep yep well he was kind of telling him about uh some bank and then he goes he walks up to um I think it was Charlie. He goes, he goes, Hey Charlie, you look spooked. And he goes, Nothing spooks me, you know that. And then he kinda <laughs> they start talking, and then he goes, It's crooked. And then they're like they they look at each other like they're confused. And he goes, It was the picture. It's crooked. And he so Jesse walks up to the one of the walls. He goes, I excuse me. He goes, I love this picture. Uh, I think their mom gave it to him. He goes, When I got married. So right then. Uh, Jesse's back is turned, and um, Bob pulls out his gun. And uh, did he cock it? I can't remember because he just he, he had to go. Is it crooked or is it straight? And then he kind of laughs or does a smirk, and he goes, "I shot Jesse James." And then Jesse turns around, and, and then the the screen goes to white. When it comes back, the Pinkerton guy, the main guy, is sitting there. And Frank walks up to him and goes, hey, I, I know you're looking for me. My name is Frank James. And then he's like, oh, I'm turning myself in. He goes, but I only ask for one thing. He goes, um, I want to be able to bury my brother. And then the Pinkerton guy goes, well, what if we what if we don't let you do that? And then he pulls out his gun. He goes, then I'll kill you. So he's like, ah, scene, next scene. Uh, Frank and that Pinkerton guy are on a train and you see a, a box in the background. Jesse's in it. And I don't know where they were going, but he was going to bury uh, Jesse. And then that was that's, that's the end of your movie. But this movie is fucking awesome. I mean, I love it. Um, what was it on? Stars? Uh, yeah, Stars. Yeah, man. I definitely, if you guys are uh physical uh physical media uh collectors blu-rays uh if you love this movie you probably already have it but if you don't um watch it on stars first and if you love it man definitely pick up the blu-ray because when i found out as soon as i found out i was on blu-ray whoop i ordered it and it's here in my library i i love this film at some point i want to get a uh a poster uh, of this they there was um there was different posters uh, for this film. If uh, if you're on IMDb and you look at it, not the one that's uh, in the the picture uh, part of the of the um, the profile. There's another one. It's uh, it's got all of them at the bottom of the uh, of the poster. It's not here on the in the pictures. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's got them like crashing through that window, and uh, at the bottom of the, of the poster, you see all all the all the actors, all the stars in it. Because there is one I do like the one 
Oh, okay, here it is. It's um Oh, they sell it on Amazon. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to get it. Um it's like kind of like a silhouette of them at the very top, and then at the bottom it's got uh all the pictures of the actors. Uh pretty much the whole gang uh at the bottom. And then there's another poster of them uh like, like they're riding into I don't know into one of the towns. Uh, this looks like it's an original poster. It's only 20 bucks, 27 by 41. So yeah, this is uh, one of the big ones. So, but, oh man, this, it, again, it's an awesome film. If you guys have not seen this, it's, it's definitely worth your time, uh, to check this movie out, but that's the long riders. All right, Brad, it's your turn. What do you got? Uh, in honor of the late great DMX, we are going to do Hype Williams' belly for our next show. Where's that streaming? <laughs> or we just? Doing- I believe I believe stars again. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me double check here. I know I've seen it. I probably should have had this pulled up. There's at least one time this show, any of our shows where we say we should have had it pulled up. That's every show. <laughs> it is on. Where the fuck did it go? Oh, there it is. It is on Cinemax. <sighs> Do I have Cinemax? I gotta see. I never know. All right, yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Just gotta make sure. Uh, we just got rid of our uh, our satellite, so we're just we're just streaming now. So, but all right, cool. Yeah, definitely come back uh, when we do that film. Awesome film. Uh, I really love that movie. I think that was the first movie I'd seen DMX in, like where it was his movie. Not mm-hmm. um, what was that Romeo Almost Die when he was only in it for like a second. <laughs> Yeah. Did he get killed people, in that uh, Yeah, like the second scene he's in. Because he's in the beginning, then he's in the end. That's right. <laughs> he got shot, didn't he? And, you know, that was a week. Uh, well, we got to shut up. Maybe we'll do that one, <laughs> too. Yeah. At some point, everyone. Yeah, well, we're doing Belly next. And uh, I love DMX in it. But there's some other people that I feel are completely horrible at acting and we'll get to it yeah there's a lot of guys there's a lot of people well-known people in that one what's his name kane got on my nerves with his perm Ugh. kane's oh, rico uh, rico <laughs> kane what is, go ahead what was that oh Manchester society <laughs> that yeah. guy. I, don't, I don't know his name his real name his thick ass glasses and is uh, eating his banana. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I don't like that. I don't like that shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of THR Present Stream Fiends. Uh, we'll be back with Belly. So uh, until next time, everyone, just be safe out there. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. So until then, party on. Yep. Uh, follow up everything he just said with everybody. Continue to wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance, and be safe. Yep. All of that. I don't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs>